Hey friend, welcome to Branding Strategies That Convert. I'm so excited you're here. I'm Robin Kent. If you're the girl with all the big business ideas swirling around in your head, but you struggle with building a crystal clear brand and marketing plan that creates authentic connections, then this is the podcast for you. Learn to organize your brilliant ideas, create profitable strategies, and find your people. Your ideal clients are looking for you. So let's make sure they know exactly who you are, what you stand for, and what you do. Hey friend, welcome back to Branding Strategies That Convert. Okay, today we want to talk about emotional branding. But when most people think about branding, they think about logos and colors and fonts, you know, that visual part of a brand. But before you get to the aesthetics, you have to dig into emotional branding to make the best decisions on the aesthetics or the look of your brand. Because your actual logo is only 10% of your brand, we need to define the other 90% of branding before we even get to our logo. So today, in today's episode, I'm going to explain what emotional branding is and how to get started in creating the emotion you want your ideal client to have when they experience your brand. Hi, if we haven't met yet, I'm Robin Kent, a personal brand strategist that teaches online coaches and course creators who are struggling with creating authentic connections that convert into paying clients. I help them identify their unique brand personality through storytelling and visuals that will connect them to their target audience by providing a crystal clear message and design. Okay, let's first talk about what I am referring to exactly is in visual branding and how emotional branding plays a huge role in creating the visuals. Also, stay to the end because I'll give you the initial steps you need to create your own emotional branding. Okay, so just to clarify visual branding. Visual branding is the part of your branding that people see. Part that most often comes to mind for people it would be a logo, a business's logo. But there are many other visual branding products that make your business look professional, such as icons, patterns, fonts, colors, and graphics in general, web pages, all the things. If you work with a graphic designer or a web designer to create your brand look, they meet with you and learn about your personality, your target audience, and what feelings you want to create when others experience your brand. So since emotional branding work drives the aesthetic choices, let's start understanding more about emotional branding. With my passionate work in psychology for 30 years, I get so excited about talking about emotional branding because it is the core of everything in your brand. Emotional branding lets you share your personality, values, and mission, and how they will feel after they lean into your support and services. Okay, so emotional branding is the process of finding the heart and the soul of your brand. It's what's behind the final visuals that everyone else sees. Whether your business is a one-person show or a team of hundreds, every business needs branding work. 
It usually takes an outsider's perception, experience, and support to create a visual that isn't just nice to look at, but that resonates with your client and with your values simultaneously. It's the first impression when meeting someone online. It's like going in for a job interview in person. You stop and you think, what are you going to wear? Does it portray the right message or impression? Then when you're in the interview itself, you want to show confidence and knowledge and professionalism with your words as you are having a conversation with your potential employer. This is why emotional branding is so important. People buy based on emotion. In fact, a Harvard study reports that emotion is really what drives the purchasing behaviors and also decision-making in general. Let's think of something we all do, and that is shopping for a new outfit. You choose the clothes or the outfit that makes you either feel comfortable, confident, pretty, maybe even sexy. Can you relate? Do you see how we stop and think about how this outfit makes us feel before we purchase it? So emotion is the number one decision maker when it comes to making a purchase decision. So if you're solely focused on the logistics of your offer and aren't going a level deeper to connect with your audience, you'll miss out on every single time. For example, if your social media posts are falling flat, look at emotion. If your offers aren't selling, look at emotion. If your leads aren't following through with purchasing your services, guess what? <laughs> look at emotion. It plays a role in everything you create. So the first thing you need to do is identify which emotions you want to portray through your brand. Lead with emotion. I'm not talking about you have to be dramatic, and I'm, I'm talking about being vulnerable about your own story or how your knowledge impacted your own life, or you want to do the same for your client, or share a story with emotions of how your services impacted your clients. Think about the last time you cried. You were happy. You were sad. We are drawn to emotions, so we want to play on this and pull people to our brand by making them feel something. Okay, so after you find out what emotions you want your client to experience with your brand, then the really fun starts to evolve, and this is your aesthetics and your message. But honestly, aesthetics is what initially pulls most of your ideal clients to learn more. Your aesthetics are like the sprinkles on top of a solid foundation, or the solid foundation can be also known as your branding cake, okay? This stops them mid-scroll and hooks them in a sea of information, also known as your message. So you have like 15 seconds to do just this. 15 seconds, whether it's on social media, your email, your website, and this is why emotional branding is so important. Every day we're scrolling and scrolling online. The average time someone spends on a website is 15 seconds, if you're lucky. So imagine if you don't grab their attention within 15 seconds, then they're gone. Gone in what could be 15 seconds. Probably, honestly, even faster than that. If we're scrolling through our phones, so you really want to capture them by making them 
feel something. Great photos, videos, and graphics capture them. But copy, your copy or your message is what converts. So I love to carry these emotional feelings over into my copy, over into my message. When I write a piece of copy, I want my audience to say, oh man, that made me really think. Or, oh, that really inspires me. Or, I want that too. You want them to be able to identify with what you are sharing. Start identifying how you want your audience to feel. Not necessarily just the action you want them to take, although important, but getting down to the root of how you want them to feel. Something we're all really good at is saying, hey, buy this program. This is doing this. Sign up here. Join me here. But what we miss out on is why your audience should care, why your audience should join you. How will that make them feel? Why your audience should tap to learn more? What will they learn? And how will that make them feel? All comes back to feeling and emotions, right? Start really thinking of your people as people and start carrying that over into your branding. You may already be doing this. Maybe you just need to step back and refine the things. But I want this to be at the forefront of your thinking as you design your branding, your message, and your design. When you start incorporating the emotional aspect of your branding, you are going to start seeing consistent clients coming in. You start creating those lifers, those people that continually want more and more of you because they can identify with you, they like you, they trust you, and they know you. You become irresistible to your audience. You become bold and captivating. You know, a bold and captivating and money-making brand sounds really good to me. And it all starts with the emotional side of your business. Okay, so I am just going to share a few emotions that a personal brand may reflect and see if maybe these connect with you or you may come up with something completely different than these. First one is trustworthiness. You inspire confidence in others and create a sense of reliability. They trust you for whatever you're telling them, whatever you're teaching them, whatever you're walking them through. You want to make sure they know you, they trust you. Or inspiration. Your personal brand can motivate and encourage others to pursue their own goals and aspirations. So your brand is going to inspire them to make a difference on their life, to have an impact. Passion. Maybe your brand has passion and it can convey enthusiasm and a strong sense of purpose. Like you're a very passionate person. Your brand is very passionate and people will connect with that. Confidence. Confidence reflects confidence, of course, and projects self-assurance and a sense of certainty. Maybe your client is looking for a way to learn how to be confident. And when they see that in you and they see that in your brand, that is something they want. Or next is creativity. It can convey a sense of innovation and originality. Creativity is not just the arts and, you know, designing and those kind of things. There are so many people out there that are creative thinkers, and even though they can't draw or design anything. So just keep that in mind. Professionalism. Professionalism. 
Professionalism can convey a sense of expertise, competence, and credibility. When you're able to share your knowledge and your education and show them what you have learned and how you have learned things, then you can show different things in your professionalism in that way. Authenticity can create a sense of transparency, genuineness, and trust. Being authentic is probably one of my number one pieces of my brand. I want people to know I am the real deal. I am quirky. I am creative. I'm, you know, innovative. I am open to new things and I love to really connect with people. So building that transparency, that genuineness and trust is huge. Next is empathy. Empathy creates a sense of understanding and care for others. You can make sure you show empathy in your brand by connecting and being able to say, I've been in your shoes before. I've worked with clients that's been in your shoes before. This is where we were and this is where I want to take you. But you can have a chance to understand them. Humor. Humor, of course, creates a sense of lightheartedness and approachability. Even in the hardest times, if you can are working with brands that are dealing with some really hardcore emotional things, if you can have a sense of humor in there, then it creates a lightheartedness and approachability. Okay, lastly, ambition. This conveys a sense of drive and determination. And so this empowers people to move forward in whatever they're doing, whatever service you're providing, whether it is a health journey, whether it is building their business, but you can convey a sense of drive and determination, maybe obstacles you've overcome and how you dealt with it and you're still going. So it's important to note that a personal brand can reflect multiple emotions, of course. And it's also important to know what the emotions you choose to reflect should align with your personal values and professional goals. When you have a personal brand, when you start doing this digging and you're trying to decide what emotions can you connect on, then it's going to resemble so much of exactly your own personal emotions. Okay, I told you if you stayed to the end that I'm going to give you six steps in creating your emotional brand, where to get started, okay? So these are the several steps that can be taken when creating emotional brand. First of all, you want to define your brand's personality. You want to determine the values, characteristics, and personality of your brand in order to establish a consistent voice or your message and your image, your look. All right. So here are six concrete things that you can start thinking about and doing. Number one, understand your target audience. Like really go out there and conduct research to understand the needs and wants and desires of your target audience. Know how they are feeling. How, or how they want to feel, like how they are feeling now versus what they want to feel. Or they may be confused and they want to feel more organized. Maybe they are overwhelmed and they struggle with finding work-life balance and you're able to remove them from overwhelm to peace and joy and all of those things. So understand what do they want. Number two, 
Create a compelling story. Develop a narrative that connects with your target audience on an emotional level and aligns with your brand's personality. Share your feelings or past client feelings and store in a story and how your service could help them find the same results. Maybe you left your nine to five and you work from home now. Maybe you regained your health at 40 and you feel amazing now. Tell your story, connect with them, whether it is yours, your clients, whatever that is, true, honest stories of that they can connect with. Number three, build a community. Foster a sense of community and belonging among your customers by creating a brand that they can identify with and feel connected to. Creating a connection with not only you, but creating a bond and a community with others you serve is a way to help your clients know they are not alone in their struggles. When they have an, a community for accountability or to just know it's not just even you and them that are struggling and are wanting to move forward, but that they can connect with others as well. Number four, deliver on your promise consistently deliver on your promises made by your brand, whether it be through your product, quality, or customer service or social responsibility. For example, if your brand is about being genuine, authentic, and supportive, then make sure everything you do provides that same promise. Everything you say, every service you create, everything that you do, that it delivers on the promise that you make. Number five, measure and improve. Oh, I love this one. Most definitely. All of them I love, but some people forget this to measure and improve. Branding is not a one and done type thing. So you want to measure the effect and effectiveness of your emotional branding efforts and make adjustments as needed to improve your brand's emotional connections with your target audience. Or you're able to, as you grow, you're able to lean in more and you're able to understand more of what they need and how you can serve them. It's a constantly growing thing. So don't live in the mindset of, well, it's working, so let's keep doing it. Live in the mindset of, oh, this is really good, but how can I make it better? Always reevaluate how your clients are feeling and needing and make sure to support them as your knowledge and service can support them. All right, number six, the last one, be consistent. Stay consistent in your messaging, your tone, and overall brand identity across all touch points to reinforce the emotional connection consistency builds trust. And this should be a key component in anyone's brand. All right. If you focus on building an emotional brand, then it will make building your message, your graphics, your web pages, and most definitely creating those authentic connections with your target audience or your ideal client. So after you do the hard work, of emotional branding, then it makes every decision in your business that much easier. 
So as you can see, there are so many pieces before we ever get to the logo, before we ever get to that visual branding piece, you have to dig deep and you have to get your emotional branding and then it will make that logo, those colors, the design, your message, everything come together and you will not feel so lost and overwhelmed and wondering where to go and what to do. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's one of my favorite things, and I hope that you got something out of it, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. If you found this episode helpful, would you take a moment and share it with your friends on social media? And feel free to drop in my DMs and ask any of your burning questions. You can find my social media handles in the episode description below. Until next time, I hope you have an amazing day. Remember, your clients are looking for you. Let's make sure they know who you are, what you stand for, and what you do.